We had a little less conversation podcast. We'd like to let our listeners know about an excellent car buying opportunity exclusive to our show. Go see our friend Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive in Fondelac for all your car buying needs. And wait, it gets better. Mention that you listen to a little less conversation when you buy your car from Craig, and he will throw in a $50 gas card. That's right, people. Just for listening to our show, you'll get a $50 gas card from our friend Craig when you buy a car from him. Listen, you're going to buy a car anyways, so why not go see Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive and just say, hey, I listen to the guys on a Little Less Conversation podcast too, and he's going to just give you 50 bucks in gas. So head on down to Summit and ask for Craig Peterson next time you're going to buy a car. That's a little better. My headphones aren't on yet either. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think you're up on this one. You are. Again? Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, this is number four for the day. Oh, shit. You know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. Welcome to another episode of A Little Less Conversation. Keith, Dom, and Aaron with you, as usual. Today we're going to talk, or they're going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> About some drinking stories. So, it's who's got a good one to start off with? <laughs> I can't believe you don't. You couldn't think of any drinking stories. <sighs> like nothing that's like really nothing good. Nothing crazy's ever happened. You, you ha- listen. You have to remember that when I turned twenty-one, I had a, I had like a small kid already, so I didn't really go out a whole lot then. You don't go. You've never gone camping where you got drunk. You've never. Yeah, but nothing. Not where I did anything like crazy. The one time at at Dom's house, I tried jumping the fire and I burned my shoe. <laughs> this, this is true. I don't even have that one down. There, you can use that one. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> that was there's, because of peer pressure, though. There's. Oh, there's one like, oh, Christ, fucking years and years ago. We were out of town. I was with um, I was with my cousin. Sarah, and then another person, and we're dry. I had to drive because I was the most sober one. Right? The most sober. The most. Sober. I always. The, I was. You were their best drunk driver. I, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> that I was probably under the the legal limit. So, anyways, so yeah, good cover. <laughs> so we're driving. We're about thirty minutes from from town, and Sarah's in the back seat, and she's all hammered, and she decides that it would be funny. To cover my eyes. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Wait, yeah. and, and you said you didn't have any stories. Well, this is this is like the only thing. This is the only only thing that I could really think of. And so we're coming into this town, and there's a big curve, and it's it slows down. It goes from like 55 down to like 45. And I'm like, just so you know, I can't see anything. So you might want to take your hands off my eyes. And she's all <laughs> laughing, keeps me covered, and bam, right into a curb. <laughs> completely fucked up this tire on this other person's car that was with us it actually it actually took me like an hour to change this fucking tire 
Because now I wasn't completely sober, but <laughs> so I have, I've got it on the. Why is there fifteen lug nuts on yeah. here? Well, I've got it on the lug nuts, and I'm like, they just keep turning and turning and turning. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You gotta put like, the tire down. Huh? No, no, no. They had caps on them, so I'm just <laughs> turning the caps on the lug nuts. <laughs> And it took me a long time to figure that out because it was pitch black outside. Oh my god! Yeah, but um, we finally made it home. And okay, well that's pretty good for a guy who didn't have any. Yeah, stories. didn't have any stories. Yeah, <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> See, I'm not gonna lie. I don't have that many though because I didn't drink much. I still don't really drink much. I mean, I got the one with you. Well, let's let's do that one since I'm assuming you got that on there. Oh, as oh well. yeah, it's on here. Yeah, it, it's just entitled Chula Vista. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal, people. There's a, there's a a water an indoor water resort in <clears throat> in uh, Wisconsin Dells that offers a all inclusive. Weekend, not a weekend, but an all-inclusive package where it's two nights, all you can drink, pretty close to all you can eat, and they advertise it at one hundred ninety-nine dollars. It's, it's, it's more than I can eat, though. But I'll, yeah. I'll say that I, I leave full. I'll say that they have this for you. <laughs> you can drink all weekend for nothing. Uh, now you're getting the bottom shelf stuff. I believe this year it was. Um, Lady Bly was what I was drinking for the spice rum, the yeah. Captain Morgan knockoff. Yeah, I'm not sure what they were serving for the I, whiskey. I know what they were serving, and it was it was god awful. Yeah, because this is the first year that they had that. It was Fleischmann's whiskey. Oh. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah, I unfortunately had had some run-ins with Fleischmann's whiskey <laughs> back in my younger days, so I knew what to expect. I got everything I had hoped for. So <laughs> the first night we were there. It's the partial day that you're there. You, there, you check in at like three o'clock. Well, me, my wife, Dom, his wife, go down to the bar and we sit there for a couple hours. And they make you sign your bar tab when you leave. Yeah, they keep track of what you're getting charged. Yeah, you don't actually get charged, but they show you how much you're drinking or what your bar bill would have been. And they hand us our bar bill the first night, and we were just putting it all in one room, so. The, the total came to three bills, right? 300 the first night, I believe it was? Yes. Yes. So it, in a matter of like... Like 350-ish. Yeah. yeah. Like in a matter of like three hours, he, I, mainly he and I, I, I think your wife actually went up kind of early that night. She did, yep. And, and then Heather went up. I mean, she stayed probably most of the, Actually, that night, I think she stayed all night with us. Uh, th- three, 350, something like that is what we would have spent if we had to pay for our drinks. That was the first night. Then the second night happened. (laughs) And this is one of those... This is one of those epic nights. It was. The bar was awesome. Like, the people in the bar were great. The bartender, Mike, I believe his name was. Mike. Mike was amazing as a bartender. Um, The best is when... Girl came up, asked for a cup of water, and he was giving her shit about getting a cup of water. So, But he gave her a cup of water. (laughs) And then... The next, the next, she came up like later on in the night, and she was she was pretty fucked up, and uh, she asked for another cup of water, and 
he gave her a shot glass. Oh, no, when she asked for the water first time, he gave her a shot glass full of water. Then he poured her a drink. Yeah. So the next time she came up and asked for a glass of water, he gave her a shot glass. She assumed it was water. He had actually poured vodka into it, and she uh, <laughs> did a shot of vodka. Um, so Dom and I belly up to the bar. And it's a rarity at this place that you can actually get a spot at in the bar, bar yeah. at the bar. And not be at a table or outside because there's so many people there. Yeah, it's it's not a big bar to begin with. No, but there's tons of people there. Yeah, too. I mean, think about it, people. One ninety nine for all you can drink for two nights. Like you're gonna, there's gonna be tons of people there. Yep, and that includes a water park too. So you can go in the water park and drink their fruity drinks at their tiki bar too. Yeah, they're normally like eight bucks a piece. Yeah. So he and I are drinking. I'm drinking rum and cokes. He's drinking whiskey and cokes, and we're we're tying it on, and then. You can order shots. Now, I will say this. When you order a shot, they pour about 10 of them for the bar, and they bill you for the 10 shots. I, I believe it's everyone that's sitting at the bar. No, they like, just they just make a tray of shots, and then they yeah. just kind of walk oh, yeah. around who wants it type thing. So I get up. The bar closes at midnight at this place, so I get up about 11 o'clock. <laughs> and now we've been sitting at this bar since about 5, 5.30. This is great. I get up at 11 o'clock and I he walk. He hasn't used the bathroom since, since we sat, we sat down. down. So this is the first time I have stood up since we sat down to start drinking. It's been, We've been drinking for like five, six hours. So I get up and I start walking to the bathroom. I'm like, Jesus, dude. It, like, it would be two steps forward, one step back, the whole walk to the bathroom. <laughs> it, was, it was like the leaning tower of Keith. Dude. <laughs> like it probably th- this bathroom is maybe a hundred feet from the bar. It probably took me ten minutes to walk there. <laughs> right? One of these where when you're actually using the urinal, you know, you're sitting there pissing, you got to lean forward and put your hand on the wall because <laughs> everything's fucking moving on you. Although the problem is, is the bathroom's not that big, so Keith was standing outside the door. Uh, yeah. An <laughs> yeah, I felt I felt bad for the guy between me and the urinal, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> so. I come back to the bar, and I got one and a half drinks sitting there because they poured me one while I was gone. Yep. And I'm like, dude, this is it, right? I tell Tom, I'm like, and that's it, what would happen. Like, like if Keith finished a drink, they would just pour Mike, us each Mike, one. Mike would pour us both a drink. Yeah. Because you know we're we're not far behind. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So. I'm, I come back, I'm like, dude, this is it for me, you know? And he's like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, dude, no, I'm done. I go, dude, when's the last time you stood up? He's like, well, it's been a while. I'm like, yeah, try it because it's <laughs> not it. easy anymore, <laughs> right? So he's like, well, I kind of got to piss too. So he goes to the bathroom, comes back, and he's like, yeah, that's probably it for me too, <laughs> right? So we finish our drinks, and Mike comes up, do you guys want any more? We're like, no, we're like, absolutely not, right? And um. He hands us our bar bill for the night. And, dude, <laughs> fuck. Even, That's all I can say. Yeah, even drunk, we were, we were, we, it was we, a good thing we were sitting there. Yeah, we, we looked at each other. We're like, we drank this much booze. Seven hundy. We had a $700 bar bill. So, so we're, we're still drinking. And, and Keith's like, he's like, Dude, this is my seventeenth rum and coke, <laughs> and I start laughing at him. He goes, he goes, what are you laughing? At? He goes, that's your sixteenth whiskey coke. <laughs> I said, and I, and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. Then I go, wait a minute, no, I had one in the room and I had one with meals. I'm on eighteen, buddy. <laughs> and you have to understand when Mike pours a drink, he puts, you know, Captain, he'll fill up, and then he puts about one fingers worth of coke 
in the uh, drink. Yeah. So you're not drinking any soda. This is straight booze. And, and because they're giving you the cheap stuff, they don't care. Like Lady Bly yeah. costs like $7 a bottle. Right? Yeah. It was yeah. Th- $1,000 weekend at the bar we had. So the next morning you felt like a million bucks? You know... Actually, not I, as bad as you would think. I actually posted on Facebook that I might start drinking Lady Bly because it doesn't give me a hangover. What? Yeah, I I don't know what it is, but I wasn't hungover ever. And dollars uh, between Dom and I in two nights. Ugh. We had a guy. Oh, the best part was dude comes walking up to us. Him and his girlfriend come. They they nuzzle in to try to get their drinks next to us, and I'm like, "What's going on, man?" And the girl's like, oh, it's his birthday. I'm like, it's his birthday. Get this man a drink. Right? Well, the next day was checkout day for us. And I'm taking my suitcase out to my car, and I run across the girlfriend. I'm like, how's he doing? She's like, uh, he puked about a half hour after after you guys started drinking with us, and he hasn't woken up yet. It was like 10 o'clock he's, in the morning. He's yeah. dead. I'm like, I'm like, you might want to check a pulse, man. <laughs> Was no, was that the same the same weekend? Because we've been there se- several times now. Was that the same one where the the guy was passed out, and we pretty sure he peed on the chair? Yes, what? that was the same. Oh, dude, <laughs> the guy pissed himself at the bar. Dude, no, not at the bar. Okay, so have you ever been to the Chula Vista? No. Okay, well, you walk in, they got the they got the front desk area, right? It would be to your left when you walk in the main door. So the right there's a restaurant. Next to the restaurant's the bar. And like to the left of the bar would be some seating and then like a great room where they have a couple of fireplaces, right? And they have some chairs and couches. And there's a hallway between the bar and that that area. This dude's sitting on a chair in that area, in the hallway area, and he's fucking passed out, but he's soaked. (laughs) Just soaked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Uh yeah. So so like the next day we're like, nobody's sitting in that chair. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure probably next, like some kind of. Clock I'm pretty sure the next year. Yeah, they in. are. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah, oh, but yeah. by the way, for those of us who listen, for those of you who have listened to us for a while, this is the same hotel that we recorded the worst podcast in the history of podcast room. <laughs> same true. same weekend, true. Or same type yeah. of weekend, actually. It's it's this story that inspired us to do that podcast. Yes. Oh, because that was yeah, also terrible. the year. The, the first night was your the, the bar was kind of lame, right? There wasn't anything going on, and I said, I said the fight. This is this is the year. I said, dude, I'm going to play some "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Yep, and it's like a it's like a magnet for white chicks to start singing. Of course, you're going to play that. No, you love it. No, <laughs> well, I, I do love it in a bar because it's a magnet for white chicks to start dancing. And I played that. And I'm not kidding. Before the end of the first uh, lyric. Three white, three old, like middle aged white chicks come walking in their fucking bar, singing with their hands in the air, waving back oh, yeah. and forth. Oh yeah, it was just like just like that, dude. <laughs> you could just you like could, that. You couldn't have scripted it out any better. <laughs> yeah, Dom and I put down a thousand dollars worth of booze in two nights. Oh yeah, I feel sick just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably never happen again. No, that, that was. <laughs> and, and, but but it was like the whole atmosphere of the bar that night was awesome. Like, and let, let's put it this: it was just one of those. The second night, especially, was just one of those nights where you felt like you could drink all night. Yeah, and 
Honestly, if I wouldn't have got up to go to the bathroom, I wouldn't even know when I was drunk. Even though I was on like 17 Captain of Coke or 15 Captain of Cokes at the time. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that, yeah, that was an epic, epic yeah. weekend in general. Because, yeah, all that stuff happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And that was two and years ago, right? No, that's that three was years three ago because two years ago was the night, the, the second night when Keith drank him out of Lady Bly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they ran out of Lady Bly. Lady so Bly. Then you got captains. Or yes. What? Oh, nice. And, and, and so then I said, "Hey, why does he get the good stuff?" I said, "Don't you got any Kessler back there?" So then she poured us each two. She says one for now and one for the walk back to yeah, the room. Yeah, because it was ah. close to bar time. Yeah. Okay, before bar time was up, we had both finished both of those drinks. And she poured us another one. <laughs> and another she poured one. us another one. Jeez. And then that's the day that you had the, the chair in the elevator. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. So I get in my elevator. We, we were staying in separate parts of the hotel, right? And I was, he and I were the last ones in the bar, like out of our party. And I get to the I get to my elevator, I press the up button, you know, waiting to go up to my room, fucking elevator door opens, fucking chair in the elevator. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. So yeah. I just fucking hunkered down. Not, not a folding chair. No. One of the big cushy chairs. Yeah, like like, like a nice, somebody moved it in there? Yeah. yeah. They, oh yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure somebody had sex in it. I didn't care. I was just sitting on it. Oh, you're just sitting yeah. on someone's jizz. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> as long as it wasn't the chair that the guy pissed in. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. Because those are those are like the red ones. This one was like the the like colored ones, like the different colored patterns on it. He's got it. Yeah, he got it. Wow. That was impressive, dude. Now if you can just go close the door. He doesn't. He doesn't no. rip that thing apart, huh? No, those those last until they get, um, like crumbly from being out in the weather. Yeah, where they can start falling apart. Yeah, then I gotta throw them away. But yeah, it's his favorite toy, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why they stay outside. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're inside right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, All right, we're, we're gonna get rid of him here. <laughs> so, I'll keep going then, since that was kind of a combination story. Unless you have something to add to the Chula Vista story. No, that's about it. I think. Yeah, I w- that I remember. Yeah, last year was lame. <laughs> yeah, it. It's it 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 was almost like. Like we never would have drank that much. He ran into the door. Night. It didn't open that time. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like Kramer. What are you locking your door for, man? <laughs> which, which is weird because he's freaking eighty-five pounds. Uh. <laughs> um. So what were you gonna go into then? Uh, I was gonna go into the one high school party I went to. Let's hear it. The one high school party you went to? Yes, I didn't drink in high school. Not one time. Not even at the one high school party I went to. Mm. So. My best friend in high school, uh, still one of my best friends, he called me up. He's like, dude, I'm going to throw a party. Parents going out of town, you got to come. I'm like, all right. Now, my plan was to go there and get drunk. Um, I was fairly decent at the game of basketball. My AAU, turn, my AAU team, my summer traveling team, I was the worst player on. And the tournament that was going on that weekend, you could only take 12 guys to. So I was out, right? They took the 12 best guys i wasn't one of them so i thought i had the weekend off right so i get a call on friday 
at about three o'clock from another coach. Hey, we heard you're not playing this weekend. Do you want to come play with my team? Now I'm a, I'm a basketball junkie, so I have to say yeah. He's like, well, can you make it tonight? I'm like, no. My parents aren't even home. Like I can't. And I was like, I was 16, but I didn't have a car. You know, like I used my parents' car. And the tournament was in Sheboygan. I lived in Milwaukee. It wasn't going to happen. I said, I'll be there tomorrow if you're all right with that. He's like, yeah, that's fine. So that Friday night, I went to a party. Now I'm not going to drink because I got to play sports the next day. And I don't. I won't drink. I've never drank and played basketball the next day. It's only a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it is. We had a bunch of people do it for one of our tournaments. (laughs) Um, So I went to one party. And I'm walking around this party not drinking. I'm there hanging out with my friends. And I'm looking around. And I'm like, this party's about to get busted. Because you get a bunch of fucking high school kids standing outside a front yard in a city getting fucking hammered drinking booze. Right? Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... I go with my buddy, and I'm like, dude, just let you know your party's going to get busted, so I'm going to bolt because I don't want to be here when it does. He's like, oh, you're going to get busted. I'm like, yeah, you're drunk. It's going to get busted. Good luck, man. I'm taking off. So I, I head home early, right? So the next night, I call my buddy up. I'm like, I'm like, dude, so, so did your party get busted? He's like, yeah, dude, it got busted. He goes, but I ran. I'm like, <laughs> What? He goes, yeah, dude, I just ran. I'm like, you ran from your own party. He's like, yep. He goes, I wasn't wearing any shoes. Oh. I'm like, how can you run from your Wait own party? What month was this? Oh, uh, it had been in the summer. I think it was August. Okay. And I'm like, he goes, yeah, we went to another party. I go, so you're walking barefoot around in somebody else's house. He's like, well, I had socks on. I'm like. <laughs> so then days later, the police showed up to the house, right, when the parents were home because they showed up to the house. They, they couldn't ticket anybody because there was no, nobody there lived there. And the police officer that he dealt with told him the best thing he could have done was run. He said, because now they can't prove that he was drinking. They ticketed him for distributing alcohol to minors, but they couldn't give him the second ticket for being drunk and underage because they were never able to give him a breathalyzer test to prove that he was So obviously her. some people got caught. Yes. Yes. Some people did get caught. Uh, dude, it wasn't hard. They were standing in the front fucking yard when the car- cops showed up. Like, that's, <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> yes. That's, when I saw the people hanging out in the front yard, I'm like, I'm going to just go. So yeah. <laughs> that's funny. My buddy got Got a, Didn't get an underage drinking. Just got one for providing alcohol to minors because he ran from his own party. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. In his socks. In his socks. <laughs> All right. So the moral of the story is... If you're, if you're run, underage, run. 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 And don't get caught because you don't get caught. They can't, but they can't give you... A, and I asked him, like, well, dude, if they, they had to know you were at the party... He's like, yeah. He goes, but they don't know that I was drunk. So they didn't even attempt to give his parents distributing? Yeah, this was like 95. Uh, uh, I bet you they do that now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely they would. Yeah. That's bullshit. Take all the fun out of everything. The parents aren't even there. They got. They have no idea. Yeah. Doesn't matter. What's going on? You own the place. Yeah. It should matter. It, yeah. Yeah. But... Because you're not really distributing. No. Because you don't even know what's going on. You that's, know. That's why you got to raise your kids right, people. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, Aaron, you got anything else? Or you, nope. You want me to... I'm all tapped out. All right. <laughs> I'm all tapped out. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to start with... This is probably... Uh, I want to say round about 19... 88, 89, 89, I'll say. So every year um, for Memorial Weekend and Labor Day Weekend, we would go as a family up to where my grandparents had a, a little cottage. And uh, we'd go up there. We'd He had five acres. So we'd, we The whole family would play baseball, including my grandparents. They'd play it was always a good time. So we went up there for Memorial Weekend, had our fun, stayed up, came back Monday. As we're coming back, we're driving through the small town that I lived near, and I see a bunch of my friends sitting outside on a picnic table, and there's two cars. Now, I recognize both of the cars. They're one guy, well, both of the guys that kind of hung around the group but didn't always hang around the group. And both of these cars were spray painted with stuff all over them. Like, I'm like, that's these two guys' cars. Like, what the fuck happened? You know, like they weren't like that when I left. You know, so they're all they, they notice that we're driving by and they're they're all you can see that they're drinking. They're all, hey, come on back, come on back. So I didn't think too much of it. I got back, I got I went home unpacked all my crap and I said you know what I think I'm going to take a ride into town and of course my dad says yeah, I kind of thought you might <laughs> he goes I'm sure you'll have a good story when you come back I'm like yeah probably because I got to find out what happened to these cars <laughs> so I go in and when I get there everyone's been there and I find out they've been there for we drove through probably probably 2 o'clock in the afternoon They've been there since like 10 o'clock in the morning. So they're all drinking pretty heavily. And uh, I come in, I grab a beer, and I we start talking, whatever. They start telling me the story of how it started out with um, one of them. They, let's, both of their cars were their junker cars. They basically were winter beaters. One of them went and spray-painted a spot where there was rust, and they spray-painted... It didn't quite match the color of the car, but it was close. And then that started a war, and then they were spray painting each other's cars to the point where all of a sudden they were driving down the road and they were chucking stuff out of the cars at one another. Whoever was behind you, or they get alongside each other. Like, they pulled their radio out of the car and threw it at the other car. What? Like, this sounds like a good idea. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere where they're doing this, but still. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, all the cars are like they got dents and crap and in addition to the paint job and everything like that so i get there and they're first thing when i walk up i grab a beer and one of the guys he goes he goes up he takes his elbow and he goes bam backwards right into the one of the, the car doors and leaves a big dent in there i'm like oh, jesus christ what the hell and everybody starts laughing including the guy that owned the car they're like yeah these cars are shot he goes one of them blew the engine that's why it blew it right here that's why we're here <laughs> So we're just partying now. So <laughs> have a couple more beers and uh, 
one of my buddies gets up on, on the hood of one of the cars. He's up there dancing, and he slips and falls, and he leaves an ass print right in the windshield. Like, <laughs> like shatters the windshield, leaves oh. an ass print right in the windshield. <laughs> so then everybody starts beating on, this, on, on the cars. Just starts, like, kicking it, kneeing it, whatever they're doing. So <laughs> I don't know how it got out there, but there was this, um, like, an old-style motorcycle helmet out there. Like like from the seventies, you know, no visor. Yeah, yeah just it, it was like face. the metal flake, like yeah. burgundy with metal flake, and uh, it said it had pr- painted on there fart puke. I don't know why. <laughs> I I grabbed this thing, I put it on my head, and I go up, and I headbutt the car. Well, that got a couple of my buddies all excited. They come up. And they, they're like, just go with this. They pick me up like a battering ram. <laughs> they pick <laughs> up, and we go at like three times right into the side of the <laughs> <laughs> with this helmet on. <laughs> How drunk were you at this point? Um, by this time, I, I was pretty drunk. Um, I, I, I probably had probably seven, eight beers at this point. You know, in a short amount of time. Because I'd, I'd probably only been there two hours. Even fairly drunk, I knew that my neck was going to be sore as all get out the next day. Because it, it didn't hurt my head at all. Because the helmet did that. But you couldn't stop what it was going to do to your neck. Yeah. Yeah. Shortly after that, the chief of police showed up. No. Okay. It was a small town. We all knew the chief of police. There was probably 60% of the people there were not of age. Including me. We all ran. Not far. We ran back and hid behind trees in the back of the lot, basically, just to see what he's going to do. Well, it turns out he only showed up because a bunch of the neighbors had called the cops because there were a bunch of young kids out here smashing, smashing cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so one of the guys that, that didn't run and was underage was one of the guys that, one of the guys that owned the car. That's the one that had to smash windshield and that my head was going into the side of his car. Um, he just sat on the picnic table and the chief of police looks at him and he goes, he goes, so that's your car, right? Yep. He goes, do you care that they're doing this? Nope. All right, you guys have a good day. <laughs> that was the end of it. But to this day, the one guy whose idea it was to pick me up and use me as a batting ram, I hear from him at least once a year on Facebook Reference referencing the fart puke helmet and being a battering ram. Fart puke. <laughs> so hold on, you say you don't have any drunk stories. Like, did you not go out on your twenty first birthday? Yeah. But nothing happened. Just got drunk. Yeah, like like mine. I okay. First of all, my twenty first birthday. Right, the guy who is could be my future best man at my wedding. Still, still my best friend. Uh, friend of the friend of the show, Jim. I refer to him as my hetero life mate. <laughs> on my twenty first birthday, it makes sense. Think about it. On my twenty first birthday, he decided to go hang out with his ex girlfriend instead of coming out to the bars with me on my twenty first birthday. Ooh. Right. So you can imagine I wasn't real happy. <laughs> so I had to go go out on my birthday with with my sister and her then boyfriend, who I don't even and <laughs> long gone, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So we went to a pretty nice bar. I'm from 
the Milwaukee area. Went to a pretty nice bar across the street from the airport. And huge wrestling fan that I am, I'm sitting at the bar and I looked down the end of the bar. And I said to my, my sister, used to be a wrestling fan at this point. She wasn't anymore. But I said to her, I said, do you remember Kurt or do you remember uh, Mr. Perfect from wrestling? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, that's him sitting at the end of the bar. And that she's like, Keith's phone this time. She's like, it's on silence. <laughs> I know. She's it doesn't like, matter. It's vibrate. We can all hear it. <laughs> she's like, why would he be here? <laughs> she's like, why would Mr. Perfect be here? I said, I don't know. But, I, and I know I'm drunk. And by this point in the night, I was pretty fucked up. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, but I know that's Kurt Henning, who used to be. Mr. Perfect. By this time, he was in WCW. He's part of the NWO type <clears> thing. And my sister's like, there's no way that's him. I'm like, first of all, we're in a pretty classy bar, right? I'm like, he's wearing fucking sweatpants and a cutoff t-shirt. Don't tell me that that's not somebody famous. Because they wouldn't let a guy wearing, t- wearing sweatpants and a cutoff t-shirt unless they're fucking famous coming into this bar. She's like, well, he isn't. He is underdressed. I'm like, because he's fucking Kurt Henning. You know how you could have found out if it was him? Yes. He went up and asked him if he had a piece of gum. Oh, that's just, right. Remember that was his yeah. where he spit it out. And yes. My buddy Scott drum. actually caught his piece of gum one time. Uh, in, his, in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> so sick. See, it, it would have been okay if he did that on your birthday and he did that instead of going to your birthday. So, yeah. <laughs> it was Jim that didn't come with me. Oh, I'm birthday. sorry. Scott yes. wasn't old enough. Uh, um. So Damn. my my sister happened to know the bouncer that night. So she calls the bouncer over to where we are at the bar. And she's like, is that guy somebody down there? And he's like, yeah. I go, it's fucking Kurt Henning, isn't it? And the guy's like, yeah. You know your shit? I'm like, yeah, I know my shit. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm completely wasted at 21. Now, you have to understand, by this point in my life, I may have been drunk a handful of times. I, I didn't drink when I was underage hardly at all. So... My sister's like, well, go with his autograph. I'm like, I'm not going to bother him, dude. You get People bother him all the time. I'm fucking drunk. I don't need... She's like, well, if you don't, I'm going to go down there. So she starts getting up to go down there because I wasn't going down there. I'm like, if you're going to go down there, I'm coming with you. I'm like, because I'm not going to be the pussy who's like, my little brother wants your autograph type thing. You know what I'm saying? So I go down there. And then you stand up. Yeah. Like, oh, little brother, huh? So I go down there and the guy looks at me. He's like... You're pretty big. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you're Kurt Henning, aren't you? He's like, you, you noticed. I'm like, I'm a huge fan, dude. He's like, he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, it's my 21st birthday. He's like, well, let me sign you an autograph. Real cool guy, like real cool. So he took an he took a napkin from the table that he was at, wrote uh, two Keith, happy 21st birthday, Kurt Henning, NWO for life. And he handed it to me, right? I don't know where it is anymore. I don't have it anymore. Are you kidding, are you kidding me? <laughs> what? But. The, the best like part that about should be the, hanging on the wall in your man cave. The sad thing about this story is that he wasn't lying because he ended up dying like three years later while he was still part of the NWO. He legitimately was NWO for life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you lost a napkin. That doesn't sound like. He sounds must, like you he would must, like. He, he might have been eating ribs one night. Uh, really needed a napkin. <laughs> like you would have kept that in a safe place and got home and put it you somewhere. Know, and, I've got autographs from probably a half dozen wrestlers, and I don't know where any of them are. What? I know where what I shouldn't say that. I know where one of them is. It, and ironically, my wife just found it yesterday. But I have a autographed sockle from Mr. from yeah, I remember Mick this, Foley. Yeah. So I do yeah. have that. She got that for she, me, right? Yeah, she got it for my birthday yeah. or Christmas one year. But yeah, that's my twenty first birthday story. Hmm. 
<laughs> I still get, I still give Jim shit about not being at my 21st birthday. Uh, as you should. Yes. That's forever. Yeah, it's bogus. Yeah. <laughs> See that, Jim? It's not just <laughs> me that thinks it's bogus. It was an ex-girlfriend at the time already? No. Or that was no, his girlfriend at the time? That was his girlfriend at the time. Okay. That's a little different. Yeah. But still not like... The, and and they should have hung out at your at your twenty first. I mean, it, well, she lived in Lacrosse. In his defense, this yeah, was the try, vehicles. This was trying to save the uh, save the relationship type weekend, you know, where they were trying to because things weren't going well. In, well. Hi, in hindsight, age, you know that never worked. Yeah, well, you know. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure that happened. It's like I could go drink or I could go get some pussy. <laughs> you're gonna, you know? you're gonna leave your best friend hanging at twenty one. Well, he had been twenty two. No, probably not. Probably not on a twenty-first birthday. Yeah. But yeah, it's wrong, dude. Jim knows it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way to go, Jim. Then again, <laughs> he was twenty-two making that decision. So, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you get a little bit of a pass for that. Yeah. <laughs> I know I wasn't real bright when I was at twenty-two, nor was I when I was nineteen. Drinking le- age was legal at nineteen for you, wasn't it? No, it was not. Oh. I I missed that by like a year. Oh. oh. Yeah. Although I made up for it. I drink anyway. <laughs> Not only did I drink, I decided I should throw myself a 19th birthday party. So, and this idea came because everything kind of kind of came together. I had some friends that were in a band that I was I would help roadie for every once in a while. I, I ran their lighting system for a while, I'm like. They can play in my basement. So I talk, I talked to my dad. My dad was, let's say, more tolerant than most parents when it came to this. He's like, how many people are you talking? I said, I, I'm figuring like, like probably 15 people. He's like, all right, just no more than that. Like, okay. So in my defense, I know I didn't tell even 15 people. Others, however, where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody. What? <laughs> Normally, we do it on purpose. Yeah. That, I don't know what that, that was. That was strange. Because I swear it was Keith that went off. Yeah, it I might think have it been. Was too. But I didn't touch it. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Anyways. This is the ghost of my 19th birthday party right here. So, so yeah. Again, a small town. Word spread like wildfire. My buddy's band is setting up in the in the basement. Then we had to get the beer. Well, I knew somebody who was twenty one. He bought us two kegs. Ooh. Two kegs. Yeah, oh. you don't need two kegs for fifteen people. Um, but you need a lot more than that for two hundred people. <sighs> You had 200 people show up to a basement party. I had... So, so this is what was the plan. So I got to pay for the kegs. I got to pay the band something. They're not going to... They probably would have done it for nothing, but I wasn't going to just do it for nothing. This is going to be a gig for them. So I sold cups. You come in, you pay seven bucks. You get, you get your cup, all you can drink, and the band. I sold 208 cups. In a basement party. In a basement party. How big was your parents' fucking basement? Dude? Um, it was a sixteen hundred square foot ranch, and half of the basement it was split right down the middle, the skinny way. 
one yeah. half was all all finished. Um, but matter of fact, where my buddy's band played, that's where the pool table usually was. We took the the legs off the pool table and put the pool table in one of the on the other side of the basement that wasn't finished. And uh, but yeah, two hundred people. Now, granted, not everyone fit in the basement. There were people outside. There were, I mean. There yeah. just wasn't enough room. And there wasn't 200 people there probably at the same time. There was throughout the night people would stop by and whatever. But yes, 200 people. <laughs> so my dad actually showed up. He looks around. And at that time there was there was probably 80 people there. He's like, 15, huh? I said, yeah. I said, I, I said, I didn't mean for, and I really didn't. I, I kind of thought maybe twenty five people would show up or so. I had no idea it was going to get this big. Uh, he's he just kind of chuckled and he's like, "Well, get me a beer then, at least." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the night goes on. Well, as happens in any large gathering with a bunch of people drinking, there was a fight. I was actually outside when the fight happened so i couldn't even tell you what happened all i know is that somebody got pushed went into my dad's gun cabinet the glass broke and the next thing you know his 22 pistol is missing oh boy now here's the thing 22 pistols missing the clip is still there it's like a useless gun basically and and his 22 pistol was old like it it was it was hard to even find like parts and clips and stuff like that that fit this pistol anymore but so we're looking around trying to trying to figure out who might have taken it in the you know the the altercation or whatever and someone says oh, i think this guy took it i think this guy took it i said okay where are they they're getting in a car to leave right now so i go booking outside I have I'm, I have this mug. It's bigger than it's probably one and a half times the Aaron's coffee mug. There, it's a big mug with a with a handle on. It's a big plastic mug. It was it was actually a Slim Jim mug. Um, that I was drinking out of. I'm holding it and I'm booking outside with this thing, and I and I know the guy and I see his see his car pulling along the road, and he sees me he hits the freaking gas. So I'm thinking, yeah, okay, he definitely has has it. I took my mug and I freaking slammed it right on his freaking the hood of his car, shattered into about a gazillion pieces all over the place. <laughs> Side note: never got that gun back. Um, dude, dude left. The, he actually moved to Arizona. That's a few about two months later. We never got it back. Wow. Um, but that's not the end of the night. <laughs> So, my dad, who was dating a a lady at that time, was also there. Well, at one point, he's he's down there talking downstairs talking to me, and she disappears, and he's like, "Did you see where she went?" I said, well, "She was heading upstairs." I said, "I thought figured she was using the bathroom." He goes, oh, "I'll go see what what's going on." Yeah, he caught her in a another room of the house. Another guy was in there. They weren't doing anything, but the but the door was shut. So he got a little loud, 
asking what was going on, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, she calls the cops. Oh, boy. He goes, are you fucking nuts? You just call the cops on an underage party that we're at. You're you're crazy. Like, so he goes, he comes out, he tells everybody, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. So everyone save the two people that were passed out that weren't going anywhere. Mind you, those were also the two people that had um, lipstick drawn all over their faces, and in the case of the guy, over his chest as well. <laughs> they were in the basement. Um, they, they stayed there, but everyone else left. By a stroke of luck. So as this night had gone on, we went from having two half barrels of beer to eight half barrels of beer. We, When I cleaned up the next day, we had over... Uh, 12 cases of cans and bottles that people brought with them. The cops showed up. Okay, well, so it's a domestic. They have to be able to come into the house. They come in. They found the original two kegs that were upstairs. The rest of them were all down in the basement. They never went in the basement because they found the two kegs. We found the beer here. And you could see, obviously, there was a beer party. There was plastic cups on the yard yeah. and stuff like that, you know, whatever. So... <laughs> Well, they they take my dad to jail. And they said, it's a domestic. We have to take somebody. Even though she admitted all he did was yell because he was upset. Whatever. So he goes to jail. By the time this all gets taken care of and they're gone, it's about, I'm going to say 630 in the morning. <laughs> I, I had asked him, I said, what, ti- what time do, I, do you guys open so I can come bail him out? He's like 8 o'clock. I'm like, okay. So eight o'clock, I take all the money I got for selling these two hundred cups. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fives and singles. <laughs> <laughs> I show up and pay the hundred sixty-five dollars to bail my dad <laughs> out of jail, <laughs> and I go home. After we get home, I start cleaning up the basement. Like like the, we had real low pile carpeting in the basement. You can see beer over. The carpeting. Oh. Like there's so much beer spilled down there. Um, so I start going on to clean up stuff and whatever. The one guy that had the writing all over him, he wakes up. He comes up. He's like, hey, good party. I'll see you later. Never looked in the mirror. Had no idea. He went out there. He had shit all. It was. I just started laughing. So, <laughs> so I start cleaning up. My dad goes, just leave that. He goes, he goes, go to sleep. He goes, we'll clean this up later. I'm like, all right. So I didn't. At that point, I'm so I'm like so overtired. I'm not tired. I went and laid on a couch. I'm thinking I'm just gonna take a nap. I no more laid down, and my phone goes off. It's the same guy who used me as a battery nap, ramming a cart. He's like, "Hey, we're going to Alpine Valley. Going to see the World Series of Rock." I got. I go, you guys got tickets? No, we're just gonna go down there and hang out in the parking lot and drink. Because you could do that at that time. He goes, come on over. I'm like, nah. I said, I, I, I said, I haven't even slept yet. Oh, come on. He goes, well, if you change your mind. He goes, we'll, we'll be here for about another hour, hour and a half. And we're going to leave. <clears throat> I hang up the phone. I go back to the couch. I lay down. And my dad yells from his room. He goes, he goes, who is that? I said, oh, that's Eric. He wanted me to come out and party with him. He goes, well, why don't you go? I said, I got to clean up the basement. And all that stuff. I'll clean it up. So I'm sure he felt bad for... He felt that 
he should feel bad, even though I should feel bad because I threw the party in the first place. But whatever. So <laughs> I'm 19. I'm like, okay. So I freaking I go over there. We went down to Alpine Valley. I drank. We made a WAP. We drank WAP the whole time. We ended up going in, came back out, and then my buddy's band played that night. We went and watched him. I got home at 3 o'clock the next morning. Uh. <laughs> oh. So how at nineteen, at nineteen, you can kind of still do yeah. that. But I yes, guess. I did that. I would try even attempt to do that. Now I'd be Ugh. dead before the first twenty four hours were over. Yeah, over. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. Yikes. So, uh, how long do we want this podcast to go? <laughs> how how long are we? Forty nine minutes. Holy shit! What do you, what do you got left there, Keith? I got like. Dozens. Yeah, I know. Me too. You got any that are, are not real long? Uh, yeah, I, I can. I got one. Like maybe we can each have a little short one yet, since Aaron's got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go with this one. This wasn't. This one actually wasn't me getting drunk. This is my buddy's twenty first birthday, and I was the DD that night. Um, <clears throat> so we took my buddy Tony out. There's it was me, two other guys, and Tony, and we take him to the same bar. I actually met. Met Mr. Perfect that to start with, and we got to the point where he was drunk enough that they were like, "Yeah, we're not going to serve him anymore, fellas." Right? They were kind of a they're they're a classier bar, which I we understood. So we're like, "All right, let's fucking go to a shithole bar, right? Someplace <laughs> that's just going to serve anybody, you know?" Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, so we go to this fucking towny bar and we start playing a game pool. Now there's four of us. So I get I was wrong when I said me, three other guys, and Tony. It was me and three other guys. Tony was one of them. So we, we're playing we're playing some two man pool right and tony man he's getting hammered drunk he actually hasn't had a drop of hard alcohol since this party Ooh. yeah <laughs> so we start playing some pool and every time tony gets up he gets up to the pool table he'll start fucking lining up the cue ball right and he'll get you know he's hunched over he's got the cue ball lined up then he'll look up and he'll look at the rest of us he's like are we are we stripes or solids every fucking time he would do this <laughs> right so we'd have to tell him every time it was his shot. So we get him home. Now, when he left, he, at this time, he was still in college. He was living with his mom. His mom said, I am not cleaning anything up after you. So if you're going to puke, better make sure you don't puke on the, on the floor because you're going to be cleaning up in the morning. So me and Jim take Tony into his house. We fucking get him in his bed. You know, he takes his fucking belt off. We're like, where do you want the garbage can? Because we both know what the rules are, right? Like, if he pukes and it's not in the garbage can, he's going to end up cleaning it up in the morning, right? So he tells us right where he wants the garbage can, right? So we leave. Next morning, I call him. I'm like, how'd your night go? He's like, dude, I fucking puked everywhere. I'm like, everywhere in the garbage can. He's like, no, I puked everywhere. I'm like, ooh, so you had to clean that up this morning? He's like, Yep, he goes, and then when I was cleaning it up, I puked two more times. <laughs> he goes, so my mom finally kicked me out of my bedroom, and she did it. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, I'm like, do you remember everything from last night? He's like, yeah, yeah, I remember everything. I'm like, I'm like, well, me and another, I'm like, I'm gonna head to the Y, uh, shoot some hoops today. I was still playing college ball, you know, his birthday's in September, so like I was home for the weekend, but I had to go back and still had to do my off season stuff and he's like, Well, pick me up, I'll go with you. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. He's like, Yeah, he goes, I I kind of feel like I need to sweat some of this booze out, you know, just come pick me up. I'm like, Okay. So we're at the Y, we're shooting around and I'm like I'm like, Do you remember 
puking in your front yard last night? Well, first of all, when we got first thing you did when we got to his house, right? We had dropped the we had dropped the other guy off, so it was just me, Jim, and Tony. Uh, Tony was riding shotgun. He opens his door. The, the, the door of my car opens the door and just pukes on the curb of his neighbor's lawn, right? <laughs> That's the first thing he does. That's fertilizer, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, he's puking and he's like, like loudly puking. So his neighbor, cross street neighbor, comes to the front door. He's like, is he all right? I'm like, ah, it's his 21st. He'll be fine. <laughs> so, I meant 21st time puking. So, Jim and I are, are dragging him across the street and he's got his arms around us, you know, like, Doing the whole word. He's got his arms around each of our shoulders, right? <laughs> and we feel the lurching starting to happen, right? Oh. Yeah. So Jim and I, yeah. Jim and I bolt in opposite directions, <laughs> leaving him in the middle of the road, right? <laughs> and he's on his hands and knees, fucking crawling across the street, gets out of the road and pukes again. Okay. Oh, shit. So we get him up again, start walking with him, fucking same thing. We bolt. He ends up on his knees in his mom's front yard, and he's crawling across his front yard, and he pukes, right? So the next day, we're at the Y. I'm like, do you remember everything? He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you remember puking in in your neighbor's yard, in your front yard? No. (laughs) And then he goes, and then he says this to me, and this is where I fucking lost it, right? He goes, well, that explains the grass stains on my knees. (laughs) I'm like... Dude, you can't tell me you remember everything if you have a large portion of your night where you don't know how you got grass stains on your knees. He's like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. I'm like, dude. Now if I can only figure out the road rash on my elbows. Yeah. yeah. This, by the way, is the guy that now, like, he's a marathon runner now. Like, not just a marathon runner. This fucking guy ran for 24 straight hours one time. Like, that, he does these fucking insane challenges shit like that is his like, real name Forrest? no he ran he ran a hundred miles for a race one time i'm like why would you do that like that doesn't sound fun hundred miles yeah. Yeah, yeah they have races they've yeah. got some crazy races Ugh. like that yeah yeah the 24 hour one you just run for as long as you can for 24 hours and then they, that they sounds figure, like pure hell yes that, that's what i said too this was also yeah. the guy that when everybody else was in shape, like when me and everybody that I played sports with was in shape, weighed like 75 pounds and didn't do, like you couldn't, on the basketball court, he was useless because people would just throw him around. And then we got together like 10 years after we played our last tournament to play one more tournament. We knew we were going to suck, right? Because we weren't any in, sh- in any kind of shape to play basketball. Dude shows up. He's all fucking muscle bound and in shape. I'm like, dude, fuck you, man. Where was this <laughs> when we were playing and we were competitive? Late bloomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got one more because we I got, got time for probably one yeah, more. Yeah, I got I got one shorter one here. All right, so we can't do this without doing a deer hunting story. Being from Wisconsin and all. So for many years I was invited up to go deer hunting up north. Way up north there, hey. Up north? Up yeah, north. Hey. Up north. Hunt, hunting them thirty point bucks. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh. Hey. I'm oh. talking I'm talking St. Germain, Wisconsin is where we were hunting. Um, so way up north. And my son was old enough, so he he would come up hunting when he was able to. And this particular year, he came up. Um, the people that invited me, and then some more of the crew that would come up there with him. This was an annual thing that they had done for years and years and years, okay? So they rent these cabins, cabin or cabins, um, depending on how many people come up. And... Uh, are you okay, Keith? Did I finish my water? 
Oh, I did. There's an empty one up there, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can finish mine if you're really, if, like, it's... I was real confused because I couldn't find it. <laughs> it's like I'm drunk now. Right. That's what happens. You just talk about it, you get it. Um, so, so we're all up there, and uh, obviously, you get a bunch of guys together like that, deer hunters. You're going to do some drinking. Well, it became kind of a, a yearly thing where me and Tim... The guy that invited me up there, um, we'd always be the last ones up, and it was always the night before opening morning. Like, we even started going up a day early so that we could get our drinking out of the way the first night and go to bed early the next night so that we'd all be in good shape to get up the next morning, right? It didn't matter. We, we'd hardly drink anything the first night, and then we'd go up the next night, and we'd feel like shit. Well, this particular year... Well, my son was up there, and he got indoctrinated into the into deer camp. That they said, "Well, he's got to he's got to have a drink." So he decided he was going to drink some homemade wine that somebody had up there. Well, we had so many guys in his cabin, and there wasn't that many cups, so we were out of clean cups because we haven't washed them from supper yet. He drank out of a measuring cup, not just a measuring cup, but a a two cup measuring cup, the big ones. <laughs> so pictures of that but so tim and i are up we're, we're both drinking i'm drinking my whiskey he's drinking his beer we're talking to shooting a shit kind of basically talking about the game plan for the next day and everything like that also we look around like shit we did it again everybody's freaking in bed okay so this is a guy's deer camp for the most part there was one female that was up uh, which was tim's wife but uh we're the last ones up so as I said, they had done this for many years. Well, one of the the uh, the guys, the older guys that had started this, um, had passed away two years prior. He had always brought up, okay, this is deer camp, so I'm bringing up, I'm gonna bring up a couple of playboys or whatever, you know, and they just sit on the counter. And basically, guys look at them throughout the course of the weekend, whatever. So, in his memory, they're like, we got to keep doing this, you know. They all thought it was dumb, but they're going to keep doing it anyway, you know? So they bring these up. So Tim and I are sitting there talking, and all of a sudden he's like, he goes, grab those magazines. We got to, we got to do something right now. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, come on. So there was my you're son. You're like, wait, you're going to do yeah, this by right, yourself because right, I'm right. out of here. I know. I'm thinking, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> how, how many beers have you had? No. Um, <laughs> There was my son, and then there's one of the other guys, his son, who was a little bit younger than my son, was up as well. So first we go into his room, and we sneak in, and he goes, put the magazines next to him. He goes, I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> so we open up to the center folds. He takes a picture. Kid never wakes up, right? So we got pic- good pictures. We're all giggling, whatever, like, okay, we got to go We got to go in, your, in Brandon's room now and do the same thing. So we go in there. <laughs> lay them all out he's taking the picture and in the course of this my son brandon wakes up and it, it was so perfect he he woke up he goes what the heck and he put his hand down on one of the things and he lifts up he goes he goes what the heck's this snap took another picture <laughs> <laughs> <up> the centerfold. <laughs> he hasn't even looked at it yet. i mean it's dark in there other than that you know <laughs> So we run out, all giggle. So of course, <laughs> here we are texting, sending. We sent it to Angie, to my wife. Angie. 
<laughs> Look what your son's up to up in Deer <laughs> That was pretty much it. Uh, let's just say that the the, uh, the wives actually got a pretty good kick out of it. Yeah, I'm sure they. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Want to wrap this good. up since you haven't talked about anything else? Yep. Yeah. 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 Aaron's still here, people. I'm still here. All right. Email us at a little less conversation podcast at gmail.com. Our Facebook is a little less conversation. I'd like to thank the pull tops for you letting should us probably use have to music. do this like you're drunk. Like I'm drunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the pull tops dot <laughs> com. <laughs> uh, no. So check out the pull tops at the pull dot com. Is it thepulltops.com? It is. Okay. Because on here. Yeah, I screwed it up. We pointed this out last week. Let me reach for a pen. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Force a habit, man. Force a habit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Also, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive and Final Is it Craig Peterson or the Craig Peterson? Uh, Good question. (laughs) I. We'll get clear. We'll just go for we'll just go with Craig Peterson right now because that's what it says. So uh, sp- sponsor Craig, uh, sponsor Craig Peterson. <laughs> uh, so if you're looking for a car, uh, head down to Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac, and if you buy that car, make sure you mention to Craig. Got to buy it from Craig, and then mention to him that you listen to our podcast, and he'll throw in a fifty dollars gas card for free. Um, check us out on iTunes. Listen, rate, and review. Also, we're on Stitcher. Listen, rate, and review. And until next time, everybody take care.
Dude, that's, that guy's got a really fucked up looking head. 